So Prabhupada is saying here that Similarly, if anyone makes a deity, he worships for three or four days. And where the Guru Varga worship this Archavatar, then what is the difference between the two forms of worship? The speciality. And if anyone says that the conditioned souls, they are also one deity, so the embodied souls also have this gross body. And within this gross body, Paramatma is present, the Atma is present. So in the deity, there is neither the Atma nor Paramatma. But in the conditioned soul, you see there is the Atma and the Paramatma. So it is better to worship in the, it is better to worship the conditioned soul than the deity form of Krishna. Because after all, Krishna has created this entire world. And we have also made these bodies for our own selves, these gross bodies. Therefore, serving the jivas is serving Bhagavan himself. This is Narayan Seva. And some say, if one is worshipping Sri Hari, then you say, some appear as parents, some appear as children, some appear as husband and wife, some appear as brother or sister. And they say, there are so many such relationships in society. So serving them is Mahavad Puja, Bhagavad Avadana. Prabhupada is saying that, you see, children are always playing with their toys. And after playing with the toys for some days, they throw the toys away. And then, after playing with their toys, then they make friends, they either make, this way they make friends and they start playing with them, now they don't care for the toys anymore. And after some days, they leave these friends also. And then they, ask, and then they, they get married. Then they'll have to work hard for their maintenance, look after them in all ways. And say, the whole day they'll have to keep, they'll have to keep worshipping them. And if you are reading the way they want Shastras, then they'll have to sacrifice their time, their life for their husband or wife. So they say, what is wrong? What is the difference between worshipping Bhagavan and worshipping them? It seems to be the same. So those whom one worships, for whose happiness everything is done, then do they have any personality of their own or not? The person whom we are worshipping, we are doing Aradhana Tapasya, whose happiness, for whose happiness we are striving. Is it, can they make our lives suspicious? Are they qualified? Do they have this strength, this power to make our lives auspicious? If they cannot do so, then, then everything is only for imitation. Because 
one was entangled in this gross body, subtle senses, after three or four days, they cannot save us. They cannot save their own selves. How can they save us? They are bereft of this competency. So they are, they are suffering because of their own fruits of karma. So what will you get by worshipping them? By their aradhana. If we have sense gratification and worship of Bhagawan, they are not the same. You see, Bhagawan's archavatar is Shrivikraha. Now that his deity form is manifested, his deity is not just a murti or pratiti or the deity is a manifest. The deity has a sambandha with the Shuddha Bhaktas. The Shuddha Bhakta, everything they do is for the deity, for the Rishtadev, not for their own selves. Of the Rishtadev, they are empowered and they are empowered by all good qualities. If it's Brahmana Pramita Gona Bhagavanji, Guru Prishna Vasadi Pai Bhakti Latapesh. So what is the seed of Bhakti? And after the Jiva is wandering in this Brahmanda, anyhow, by great fortune, he is the association of Sadhguru and the Santas. And they say, they pray to Bhagavan. And rather than worshipping the Jiva, they try. Rather than working for the satisfaction of the Jivas, they instruct others to work for the satisfaction of Bhagavan. In other words, they give this feet, they give this head off, they give this seed of faith. Shraddha Seed of Bhakti Now what is that faith? By engaging in this Shraddha What is meaning of Shraddha? This unflinching faith The Bhattajiva And the Muktajiva There is a lot of difference between the Bhattajiva and the Muktajiva. The Bhattajiva is conditioned by this material world. So he doesn't care about how to get out of this entanglement. He's entangled by his body, mind. Anything is this place is his permanent settlement. But it's only for two or three days. And then afterwards again he'll suffer. Therefore, when Sri Guru prays on someone's behalf to Bhagavan, then, first of all, first they'll have faith towards Bhagavad Tattva. Then they'll have this faith. Then they'll, they'll try for the happiness and pleasure of the rest of the At that time, the Shon Kirtan that is done, by Sashwan Kirtan, they realize their Atma and they become detached from the body and mind. Or else, if one worships the body and mind, then the attachment to the body and mind will only increase and their Atma Gyan will be lost. 
But if one worships Bhagavan and does Shravan Kirtan of his glories, then all will be free from the body and mind and he'll get this Atma Gyan. And he'll realize this Atma Gyan. Everything he'll do will be for his Atma and Paramatma. So, if a person, he speaks the Bhagavad for money, he says, alright, I'll give me a salary, and I'll speak the Bhagavad so much time. So, by the Kadakirtana, such a person who speaks for money, will you get any benefit? Prabhupada is saying, even if you listen from for a thousand lives, still you will not benefit. Because he himself is not a disciple. He is thinking that he is Sri Guru. He is sitting on the Asana Sri Guru and he has Atman above. And he is only trying for this Jada Pratishtha, for his Bhoga sense enjoyment. He will do anything for that. But what is Upasana, is Aradhana, Shaman Kirtan, they are all only speculation because he is no realization. He is only speaking for money. He has no Atma Gyan. He is attached to his body. He is attached to Sansar. So Goswami says, as long as one is not Nivrita Trishna, as long as one is not detached, then his Kata will only be a source of sorrow, not happiness. Because he is not speaking for Bhagavan's pleasure. He is speaking for his own gratification, for his own happiness. Therefore, such katha will not have any shakti. But he is not speaking for Bhagavan's pleasure. And if Bhagavan is not happy, then how can that person benefit himself and others as well? Therefore, so the, those who speak such katha for money and those who even listen, both are not benefited. He himself is very unfortunate and the others are unfortunate as well. The listeners. He is entangled by Maya and so are the listeners. So the katha kirtan for such people should be avoided. Just as milk touched by the lips of a serpent should be avoided. The milk is very good for one. But if it's touched by a serpent, then it is poisonous. And if you drink that milk, then you'll die. No use of drinking that milk. <coughs> Similarly, if you listen from those who have no Vaishnavata, Atma Gyan, and they don't do anything for the happiness of Paramatma, then that person, even if he speaks as much as he wants to, still he will not benefit anyone. If he is not benefiting his own self, how can he benefit others? Therefore, it is said, what is the duty of a Sadguru? He gives this Divyakyananjan. Means he smears the salve of knowledge upon the eyes of his disciple. And he, gives, he makes his disciple realize this Divyakyan. And if the disciple accepts his instructions, then the instruction will work on him. Or else even if he listen as much as he'll listen, but still he'll never change. If there's something which is very oily, even if you see, even if you pour as much water as you want on the stone, 
the stone will not become wet the stone will always remain dry it will not absorb the water like cotton in fact the in fungus may grow on the stone but still the stone will remain the same so the servants the guru he removes his ignorance from disciple and then he will have the samartha to darshan He has no taste for these gifts of Maya. Prabhupada is saying that one person is climbing the coconut tree. And what does he do? He brings many coconuts down. And then he sees this coconut tree is so huge. Why is he saying I can't find any coconuts anymore? And they say he brings many coconuts down anyhow. But he has to break through these different layers of coconut of a coconut to get that water and the pulp of the coconut but he's thinking this coconut is useless he just throws the coconuts away saying there's nothing inside so one if he doesn't have patience he doesn't have faith then how can he progress so by being in the gurus by Anugatya Vaishnas Anugatya and by practicing bhajan and their guidance then it is not so easy in Bhakti Yoga one may think I'll engage in gratification since I'll also enjoy and I'll also do bhajan this can never happen you'll either have to give up on you see bhog and tyag have no meaning in bhajan even those who falsely renounce everything even they have no value because if you renounce everything what will you attain Whatever you have engaged in the service of Krishna. Whatever you see in this world is a gift given by Bhagavan. If you enjoy, then you're a thief. And if you renounce that, that he's been given, then you're a yogi. As long as you don't engage those things and offer them in the service of Prabhu, then until then, how can we be benefited? We think... Sing on, take on responsibility for everyone's deliverance. What need is there for Bhagavan? Bhagavan is just a formality. And so those are very overly intelligent. They follow this Chanakiniti. They follow Chanakya Pandit. They say once Chanakya was walking in a field and one thorn pierced his feet. Then he said, I will destroy the entire dynasty of thorns. And then he started pouring buttermilk on all these thorns, thinking that these thorns will not grow anymore. They will gradually decay, decompose. So those do Bhagavan's Kalakirtan, they say, what is the need of doing Bhagavan's Kalakirtan? You glorify me, you worship me, I will benefit you. How can Bhagavan benefit you? But here it is said, saying, I'll enjoy, I'll also renounce 
and helps to do bhajan, tyag. But who is the owner of all these things? According to his directions, you must try to achieve this Dipikyan. Then, he will try to follow his vichar, his acharan, his practice and his behavior. And when you cannot follow in his footsteps, then even if you respect everyone, honor everyone, but still, then you'll think Guru is also like any other. Saying Guru is also like all these people. So then you start comparing Guru to the others. And others to Sri Guru. So that's foolishness. Incompetency. is great form of trouble for us. People, they... People of this world are normally glorified, worshipped by us, but are they really worthy of such worship and glorification? They have no such Atmakyan, and they are the slaves of Maya. Then, who are they? They are not uh, worshipped by us. They are not, they shouldn't be respected as much as we should. We should not accept what they have to say. Because, they have envy, hate, greed, they're bewildered, they're envious. There are so much of these, there are so many of these anarthas. They think he's on my side, he's my enemy. So they think one is my well-wisher, the other one is my enemy. They become the slaves of others and then and they accept slaves themselves. And as they serve and then they also accept service. They cannot surrender anything to Bhagavan and his parikars. So Prabhupada is saying, if anyone is the Hathisamesh and Amani Manat, then then he can do the Sarikitan. So what is the meaning of Sarikitan? The personage doesn't mean that anyone can trample us and can say anything that they feel like and then we'll, and then we'll flatter them. We won't say anything in return. This is not the Sarikitan. This is not the symptom of being humbler than a bear for us and more taller than a tree. If we accept the guidance of those that are opposed to Bhakti, then what can we achieve with our association? They are opposed to Bhagwan. They don't have this Atmakyan. They don't have this. They are entangled in this Asakti Moha. Do the Anubhati of such people, then what can we achieve? Therefore, those are Bhagavan's Priya Parikas. His Nijajans. who don't have, who detached from sansar, who don't hate anyone, and who don't have a sakti more to a sansar, which takes up the of such people.
Mirali Zabzav in Bhagavan's Kadakitan Smaran Seva Absorbed in Ravur Baisacha Hari Bhakta Aratma Kalyan is inevitable. By accepting the Ranagatya and by being Dhanadapisarish, then we will gain something at least. So, Prabhupada say that we may offer ourselves, but still we will not leave our ahambhav behind. What is this ahambhav? The mode of I and mine. If we don't leave this mood behind, then Atma Samarpan is useless. We give ourselves, but still we have a place for others in our hearts. We say, oh, I am his father, I am, her, I am his mother, I am his brother, I am his sister. And we say, although we claim we have given everything up, still, how can we really offer ourselves without having a place in our hearts for anyone else? So should we offer everything? If, if we really offered everything to Prabhu, then how can we possibly hope to enjoy what he is, what truly belongs to him? And everything belongs to him and we offered everything to him, then how can we enjoy anything separately? Vishamitra went to Harishchandra and Harishchandra gave him everything. Then Vishamitra asked him for Dakshina. So he said, alright, he called his treasurer, give him some Dakshina. Then Vishamitra said, liar. Just now you gave me the entire kingdom. So how is this treasury yours now? This treasure yours. If everything is yours, then how can I give you? So he said, anyone should give me this Dakshina. So then he said, okay, my wife is mine, my son is mine. I still have this body. I have given you this kingdom, but I haven't given my own self. I haven't given my son away to you, my wife away to you. So then Harishchandra... He said, all right, I'll sell my wife and son away and I'll give you this Dakshina. So he sold his wife and son away. He said, all right, I'll sell myself away also. Then he got some money and he gave to Vishwamitra. So he lost his wife. His wife was sold. His son was sold. Now she was no longer his. So one engages in such Atma Samarpan, then... If we've given our own selves, then who is ours then? Who can we claim? Can we claim that someone is ours? Or else then we make an excuse that I have given up everything. But then if we accept those same things again, then it's like uh, eating or what we have regurgitated. So one should not uh, be one who is eating his own moment. Satma Samarpan is not so easy. At every moment, one should duly consider that this adhok sarj vastu, aprakrit vastu, how can this be, uh, how can we offer ourselves this adhok sarj, aprakrit vastu, or else we are still entangled in maya. So where will this bhavad kripa come from? If we try to cheat Prabhu, then there is no, uh, then Prabhu knows everything. How can we possibly cheat him? He is Andhariyami, he knows everything. So therefore, Bhagavan, he is always ready to give us his mercy. But we should be eager to receive his mercy. 
we don't desire to do except his mercy Prabhupada is saying there is no need to make disciples first you become a disciple yourself first you see everyone as your guru Dhatraya had 24 gurus wherever he went he accepted this siksha if you accept the others as a disciple then you are no longer a sevak yourself because then you are their guru because you are accepting others in your own seva you are accepting others to be subservient to you so then when we achieve a good destination then we cannot do harikirtan harikirtan will never be done by us in the proper sense what krishna seva can we possibly do They say, even if you'll have to leave Krishna Seva behind for Guru Seva, then in you will engage in Guru Seva. And your auspiciousness is assured. Because Guru Vaishnavas, they are surrendered to Bhagavan. Their interests are one with Bhagavan's. And they are not subservient to anyone else's desire. And they don't consider anyone else to be under their shelter. Rather, they think everyone is Bhagavan's Sevak. And engage everyone in his Seva. They don't accept anyone for their own Seva or Boga. Therefore, Zachankar is not needed. As many kinds of responsibilities will appear. Unwanted responsibilities. And we will not be able to hurry Kirtan. Therefore, Bhagavan, very mercifully, He, He sends His obedient servants to this world. So if one follows the, his orders instructions then then we will no longer have any responsibility troubling us because everything is Prabhu's responsibility there be he will be responsible because you see what does a postman do a postman he only delivers letters he has nothing of his own the government he gives, pays him a salary and he just delivers these letters and other things so we will not have to consider am I qualified or unqualified because if you are truly established in this servitude to Sri Bhagavan and if you are eternally listening to this Harikatha and Shavan Kirtan then you will not be inconvenienced in any way and you will achieve Mahamangalata Mahamangalata means auspiciousness to the superlative degree means the ultimate auspiciousness then you will automatically be inspired to act for everyone's welfare or else you will independently behave and then you will neglect Harikatha, Katha, Shavan, Kirtan there are some sadhus who do Harikirtan but they they do Harikirtan without any ulterior objective they only do Harikirtan for the welfare of the world and if one, some, someone may accept or they may not accept someone may respect them or disrespect them someone may hate them or love them someone may neglect them or accept them they don't care for any of, for any such considerations they are not attracted by any many things nor are they bewildered by anything 
even if anyone is listening or not listening, even if they are accepting Anugatya or not, still, the people of this world, they come to the sadhu with their own desires, with Dharmartha, Kama and Moksha. So they are hypocrites, they are not bhaktas. Those who desire this Dharmartha, Kama, Moksha, their tyagis, their moksha kamis, they do not wish to serve Bhagavan. What do they wish to do? They wish, they desire their own emancipation. And desiring their own emancipation from this material existence, they look after their own bodies and minds. Say they take of salvaging their own selves, their own lives, but they are big fools. Bhagavan has given this beautiful gift, this body, engage in Prabhu-seva. Then this eternal observation, this can be had. Someone say, oh, Ram has come, Krishna has come, so am I any less than them? I can also become like Krishna, I can also be like Ram. I also accept the things of this world for enjoying in sansar. Paramatma is also inside me. Jyotma is also inside me. And whatever I accept is only for Paramatma. But this is utter foolishness. And this, is, this karma and gyan, they shackle them. Because karma and gyan, what do they signify? They signify boga and tyaga. Enjoyment and detachment. And such enjoyment and detachment is only aimed for one's own purpose, not for Bhagavan. So, such conceptions will only chain one, shackle one. So Mahaprabhu, when he appeared in this world, he appeared in the mood of a sevak, not as Bhagavan. And he has taken the responsibility to engage everyone in Bhagavan Seva. So therefore Mahaprabhu, he preached everywhere with this intention. He engaged everyone in Prabhu Seva. The Jiva can be destitute, can be a destitute entity. But Bhagavan is never a destitute entity. He is the Supreme Lord of all opulences. So one person, he may try to help a jiva come out of this poverty. But still, he is still spiritually destitute. So such daridrata, such impoverished, such poverty, means such lacking. A spiritual knowledge will always be the life after life. So how can you cure one of such poverty? So Prabhu, in the mood of Bhakta, he has said, and I have no Bhagavad Prem, I am attached to this material world. So kindly accept me as a servant and give me the salary of Prem. And because I have this, who will give me? Who will desire the fulfillment of my desires? That is the attainment of Bhagavad Prem. Besides Bhagavad Prem, Bhagavad Shakti, Bhagavad Parikars, they will help us. But our Prem is elsewhere. So who will give us this prem that we long for, that we thirst for? So even if we love to live even one day in this world, then 
will have to serve Bhagavan according to the regulation of Pancharatrik Vidhi. And so we'll have to engage in Bhagavata Radhana and Shravan Kirtan. And so we'll have to follow this Vaikuntiya Vichar. Means the path of transcendence. So many, they are very wealthy and affluent in this world. And they are roaming around with all their wealth, with women, their reputation. But they will never accept the path of bhakti, the path of Shravan Kirtan. Then we will always remain their followers. So should we follow such people? There are some who are very proud, very uh, egoistic. They claim to be preachers, but they will very quickly fall down. And they they are fit to be punished. Therefore, don't criticize others, don't find faults with others. This habit is not the path of the Mahajans. We are Annabilashis. We have others engaged in karma. If we have separate desires, then will Bhagavan give us, will Bhagavan give us the fruits of such karma? Bhagavan, if we engage in karma, and we think we are doing this karma for who? Who will give us the fruits of this karma? Therefore, and they become despaired. They become depressed, saying, I'm suffering the fruits of my own karma. How is Bhagavan helping me? So as long as you don't do anything for Bhagavan's happiness, then everything will be in vain. And you will do everything. Then in the end you will not receive anything. For Nithyanand Prabhu is Jagat Guru. His Anagatya is indispensable. He is the root of all preachers. He is the original preacher of Krishna Bhakti. And his Anagatya is most needed in Kaliva. And one cannot preach this Dharma for Kaliva. That is Namsankitan without being empowered by Krishna. Namsankitan is Yoga Dharma for Kaliva. We still cannot do this Namsankitan. You see, he is chanting, but still his mind is elsewhere. You see, by body we are situated in one place, but by our mind, are we seated at Bhagavan's Lord's feet? If you even accept the Anugatha Nityan Prabhu, his vichar, his acharan, his precepts, then how are we really accepting Anugatha? Therefore, the Goswami is, Sat Goswami is, there are gurus. Without the Anugatha, how can we possibly do Bhajan? And those who follow in the footsteps of Rupa Goswami, if there is any such question of Guru Varga, then the foot dust of such Guru Varga, or one pointed follows Rupa Goswami. Such foot dust should be most cherished by us. And if you don't engage in Anugatya, then our minds will always be derailed. We will not be able to dovetail our minds. In the Naam, Rup, Kundlila, Kirtan of Sri Bhagavan, 
they will be utterly powerless. So Prabhupada is saying those who are drowning in this unfathomable ocean of sansar and who cannot possibly stay afloat in this ocean. You see, if a person tries to engage in bhajan, then even dog will bark at him, saying, where are you going? Come back here. If you become a sadhu, who will feed me? The dog says. Similarly, people are always trying to push each other into sansar. Saying, drown in the sansar. They won't let anyone escape from the sansar. Wherever he tries to escape, in from any way, they push him again in sansar. Go die here. And you see, when a child becomes 25, 25 years old, then the father says, now he's become like a fat goat. I'll have to sell this fat goat away. Because he'll get a dowry of 20, 25 lakh rupees. Before, so before you see a goat could be sold for very less money. But now you see a bakra that is a, this bridegroom. He is also the, he is also Kaliuga's goat. He is also a fat goat. He is also a plump goat. So then what happens? They, they sell him to a female goat for one crore rupees. And then when he's married, what happens? They celebrate his slaughter in huge dance and huge pomp and splendor. And what happens? Then he's roasted alive. And even if his bones are found, even the bones are chewed by the others. So this is the result of sansar. So one cannot be... How can one be delivered from the sansar samudra? And even if one dies, still how will he be emancipated? Sadhguru, he desires that one is still alive. He extricates himself from samsara. He catches him by the hand and he offers him. As Lord Sri Bhagavan Bhai, he is qualified to do so. First, he will dissipate this conception of him being the doer. His abhiman. And then, he will display this aham bhav, this bhav of I and me, I and mine. And then he'll, he'll inundate his ears with the shratwani. This is vani of the Guru Varga. Then he'll make him more humble than a bed of grass. And he'll make him very qualified to respect everyone according to their qualification. So he makes the sins his other imbibe these four qualities mentioned by Mahaprabhu in the third shloka of Sikshastakam. So as long as one doesn't become Tinada Pisunich, if one cannot be more tolerant, if one cannot respect others, then Vaikuntha Kirtan will never emanate from his mouth. Without being about how could he do Harikirtan? And if he does Harikirtan, then you see he'll speak Harikata for some time, then he starts speaking Mahakirtha. Then he'll start speaking about politics, he'll start speaking about other countries, he'll start speaking about the lives of others, about the character of others. Then only this will be his Kata then. Saying that person is like this, this person is like that. His life is not for bhakti and bhajan. Hearing that person is like that, this person is like that. Look at him, how he is. Why are you so much concerned with what others are doing? Why are you taking responsibility for their well-being? Say, no, in the internet, no, this is mentioned in Google, in paper, newspapers, all this mentioned. And he's collecting all the different news. And then he starts distributing that news everywhere. So this is Maya Shakti, because he is a slave of Maya, so he will only work for Maya. He will not work for Bhagavan. See, if a person, 
he, he says, I am preaching Bhagavan's Katha. And then what will he do? He will bring Ram, Bhagavan down to his own level. He'll say, oh, Ram was also like this, Krishna was also like this. Like any other person. So, this is not a symptom of being empowered by power Shakti. Because he is not received the Shakti from Shri Guru. He is not bathed by the Shatwani. He is not the Nath Vishnamich. He has not become Mani Mahatara or Ravisha Vishnuna. Sashakti, Padadoshna Sansar has not gone away. Then what Bhavad Kirtan can he do? He is an entangled. He is an ensnared by Maya. Bound, shackled, imprisoned by Maya. And therefore you say, he will worship those who are fit to be despised. He would rather worship such repulsive personalities than worship Bhagwan. He will say, my relationship is with such ghosts, with such people. You see, in this world, people know they occupy a good post, but after some time, when they lose, when they lose that post, then what value do they have? And how can they possibly deliver us? Therefore, as long as one does not have divigyan, then one, he cannot understand his position as a Krishna Sevak. The Krishna Seva is his dharma. Everyone is worthy to be served by me. Everyone is my guru. Everything that I say constitutes the paraphernalia of Sri Guru. What does he wish to do? He wishes to steal the paraphernalia of Sri Guru. And then he wishes to distribute what is fit to be enjoyed by Sri Krishna himself. He distributes to the others, to his lovers, to the others. So if you don't serve Prabhu, then what is the use of your wealth that you have accrued, that you have collected? You have given your heart to others. But how then, how have you become wealthy in the true sense? Even if you have given your heart and wealth to others. So, he is not engaging in this Anukulyana Krishna Anshilan. What is the meaning of bhakti? It means the happiness of Krishna. And what is the meaning of a bhakti? A bhakti means sense gratification. And so they cannot do Anugatya. They say we will listen, but we will not accept. This is not possible. Because I am not so qualified that I can accept. Oh, I can... Uh, where will you go with, with your understandings, with the conceptions? Wherever you go, you will only face the consequences. The dutas of Yamaras, they are everywhere watching you, monitoring you. So, while being imprisoned in this prison of Maya, you can do as much as you feel like. But you will not gain anything. Therefore, you should be surrendered to Sri Bhagavan and think about the welfare of your life, well-being of yourself. Will Guru Vaishnavas accept everything that we have to say? Will they give their approval to everything that we wish to do? They are not our slaves. They are not, they are not going to flatter us. We say, oh, Guru, he is going to flatter me. He will glorify me. And then he will act according to my desire. Then he is not Guru. If a Guru acts such a way, then he is not really good. Then he is like a bull. A guru means a bull. You see, a bull, he plows the field, he tills the field. Similarly, they make the Guru also a bull. And he is made to act according to the desire of his disciple. 
Therefore, you see a doctor, he will never listen to the patient. The patient, he tells the doctor, give me some sweet medicine. By which quickly I can recover. Don't give me bitter medicine. Then the doctor says, I will give you such bitter medicine and I will make you fast for one week. Two weeks, I will make you do. I will make you fast. Then you will be cured of your illness. As you see, a good doctor, he will never listen to his patient. He only act in his best welfare. So, Mr. Sadhguru will never be flattered, never flatter his disciple. He's not a slave. As the people of this world, you see, they worship their parents to be happy in this world. And they follow this morality. Suniti Parayan means to be very favorably inclined to Suniti, means to moral ethics. So Prabhupada says there is no need for such adherence to moral ethics. So what do we do? We purposely push people into the Sansara Samutra. Why? We are very cruel hearted. We hide the truth. And we, and we are great hypocrites. So we will also be punished. You see, the Jiva is a part and parcel of Bhagwan. He is the, he is not the, he is not a part of Maya. He is the infinitesimal spark of consciousness. So therefore, he is transcendental to this Manodharma, the Dharma of the body and mind. And leaving aside his Atma Dharma, he is running behind the other entities of this world. Therefore, he is going to be ruined, destroyed, because he has neglected his Atma Dharma. So those who don't follow this Brahma Vastu, then how are they Brahmins? Because Brahman is one who follows this Brahma Vastu. He is not Brahman. This body is part of material nature. This body is a bag of flesh and bones. This body has no connection with Krishna. You can bathe this body as much as you want in the Kanga. You feed this body Mahaprasad. But still, this body will only trouble you. Like you see, if you see a pig on the streets, you may bathe this pig, put nice clothes on this pig, and you can put this pig on a nice sofa cushion. But as soon as the pig sees a train, immediately it will jump and jump into the train again. Similarly, a person, even if Harikatana is going on still, if he sees, oh, messages come, that the mayor has come, or if he sees some very attractive face, then immediately he loses everything then. He loses his interest in Harikata. And he forgets everything. And like the pig which runs inside the drain, jumps into the drain, then he also jumps into Maya again. Because how can one leave his nature behind? It's for half. You see, even if you put ghee on the tail of a dog, on the tail of a dog, for hundred years, still the tail of a dog will remain curved. It will never be straight. You can apply ghee as much as you want. Similarly, the condition soul is very unfortunate. You can speak as much harikata as you want to the Padjiva. But still, he'll say, let my body and mind be fit, then I'll think about Bhagavan. Let me, let my body be happy first. How will your body ever be happy? It'll never be happy. How will it be happy? By which means, if you feed a little, will the body be happy? If you make a body sleep, will it be happy? This body, as long as it's not engaged in Bhagavan Sava, then it will never be happy. 
on that because this body has not been given by anyone else except Bhagwan. You see, this body really belonged to our parents or grandparents, and they could, they would always, then they will have, uh, they would have always protected this body, but they are unable to because ultimately we will die. So for everything has been given by Bhagwan. For his men, for service of Bhagwan and his bhaktas, don't make a share. Thinking 75% for Bhagavan, 25% for me, 50% for Bhagavan, 50% for me, no, 100% it should be reserved only for Bhagavan and used in his seva, offered for him. And those who are Bhagavad Prishta means dear to Sri Bhagavan. Why are they dear to Bhagavan? Because they have offered themselves in Bhagavan seva and they offer others as well. Else how is he a guru? How is he a bhakta? He's a bogey. Oh, there is Guru and Gauranga. Gauranga has appeared as Sri Guru. And Guru, he is a dear associate of Gauranga. Then, this is a proper understanding. Or else, if one is not taking shelter of the Vishayajati Vastu, the object of one's worship, then how can we be sheltered? Not protected. Although I know the Sri Guru Chaitanya Das, still I know that he is a manifestation of Sri Mahaprabhu. Only by serving such Sri Guru, one can be free from the snare of Maya. Because Guru is Mahaprabhu's Das, not Maya Das. And Bhagavan is always manifesting himself in the heart of a sincere sadhak. And by taking care of such a Sadguru, Maya will immediately flee from that place. We will obtain, we will achieve, attain the state of parashanti. So don't waste your time, Prabhupada saying, try to achieve Krishna's mercy. Even if you're old, young, man, woman, child, youth, man, anything, there's no guarantee how long you live in this world. So as long as you're present in this world, always listen to Harikatha, engage in Harikatan. Even if you have little time left in your life, don't waste that time. Time is life. Even if you have a little time, don't lose that time. Because time, once a moment is lost, the time will never return again. But still, the karma has been accumulated over that last period of time. So, understanding all these things, don't waste a single moment of life and engage in this Hari Bhajan. Or else, one may think, oh, Prabhupada is saying, okay, now I am a youth, let me see samsara, and when I am old, then I will do bhajan. Let me enjoy this worldly boga. So, you are habituated now to this worldly enjoyment. Can you leave this worldly enjoyment behind? Because you know, say, oh, my senses are very capable of enjoying. But when you are old, the senses will not even, just, your senses will be utterly incapable. But how can you possibly engage your senses in bhajan when you are old? Therefore, one who is intelligent, he will never speak like this. Because his body is, his body will ultimately be destroyed today, tomorrow, the day after. And we are always being scorched by these threefold miseries. These threefold miseries are scorching us. 
being in Sadhu Sangha, this is the top. We'll never touch us. The sadhus, the transcendental to this material world. They are never absorbed in the affairs of this world. They will never think about it. They will never listen about it. They will never speak about it. And they are always engaged in surrender in Bhagavad Seva. This is called Guru Anagatya. This is called accepting Ashray at Bhagavan's Lord Sweet. They are no longer bound by karma. So who is Krishna? He is the dear son of Nanda and Yashoda. Nanda and Yashoda, what do they do is only for Krishna. Nanda and Yashoda having obtained Krishna as their son, they are always serving him day and night. Where does Bhagavan reside? You see, Bhagavan is addressed as Vajrashatanai, the son of Nanda, the son of Yashoda. But now there is the son of Devaki and Vasudev. Devaki and Vasudev, they did not serve Krishna like how Nanda and Nishoda did. Nanda and Nishoda, they looked after Krishna. Therefore, worship of Nanda and Nishoda is greater than the worship of Devaki and Vasudev. So under their own Gatev, one should try to make Krishna happy. Nanda's worship, Nishoda's worship. If their mercy is had, by serving them, then we could also have the Seva Vritti. Seva Vritti will also awaken within us to serve Krishna like how they did. Therefore, the Shuddha Jivatma, the pure soul, how can he offer his heart? So, there is Nanda Maharaj. If, if one prays Nanda Maharaj, then this Kalyan can be had. They have no moha shakti for anything. Except Krishna Seva Varajavas is no nothing else of anything else. They only want to make him happy and serve him. Everything they do is only for his pleasure. They're never selfish. They're nishkam. They're naturally attracted to Krishna. The Rajavas is only striving for his happiness. And therefore, if you wish to attain Krishna's seva, if you are to have that good fortune, then follow in the footsteps of the Rajavasis. Pray to them. Pray for their Anugatya, for their Ashray, shelter. Haribo!